No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian, and I am joined this evening by the one, the only Frank in Austin. Frank, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm dandy. Um, <laughs> I am drinking a, 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 a Southern Texas own. I can never remember if they're from Houston or from Austin, but I am drinking oh, from Magnolia, Texas. I'm drinking Lone Pints Saison Doug, which is... Ooh. A 7.6% alcohol by volume Saison that Total Wine mispriced fucking big time. And not in my favor this time. <laughs> I saw it. You know how Lone Pint does those like 16.9 ounce bottles or like 19 ounce bottles, whatever the hell they are. These like weird stubby, skinny, long neck bottles. So it was that and it was marked on the shelf at like $5.99. I was like, hell yeah. Give Lone Pint a single like give that bottle a, a, a try get to the register it's 13.99 i was like well, that's not what i had planned on but all right well, we're gonna give it a shot i was at a, another total wine yesterday okay and uh they had it there on the shelf and i was like <laughs> let's see if they have it priced right here no it was 7.99 there so while closer still wrong don't know how the fuck we we got here but you know uh i will say it is quite tasty uh, nice. It's got like a, if you've you know, if you're a fan of saison and the flavors that that pop out of a saison, yep. this is all those flavors turned up to like 14. It's it's big. I just took a sip before, as like as we were playing the intro music, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be pretty good. It's gonna be real interesting. And then it all hit me. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> super dry, super peppery, super clovey, super. Hay, like it literally tastes like a, a horse chewed up some hay and then spit it back in my face. There's a Shit. lot going on. Yeah, I mean it's uh, yeah. That's sometimes I've had I've had beers in the past where sometimes I forget. I don't know, forget the flavors I should be expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, yeah, it always surprises me. I think that might've actually happened in this one. Cause I've been drinking a lot of light beers and a lot of, mm-hmm. um, like I went through, almost went through a six pack of Allstadt Hefeweizen in the other night. <laughs> Easy to do. It's so good. And, and like, while a Hef has got a lot of flavors going on in it, nothing. I mean, they're all very restrained flavors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, oh, it was like, oh Yeah. Here's here's what uh, Belgian flavors can just pop off on you. Are you sniffing your microphone, or are you looking no. at what you're typing? <laughs> Sorry, I was looking. It's like a small font that I was trying to read. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he bent uh, Frank bent down, and I thought he was smelling the top of his microphone. Or his mic, we know, has a mute button at the top of it. I was like, oh, he's typing, and he's wanting to mute while typing. He has reached the next level of multitasking. It's three yeah. points of contact on his computer. Yeah, it's uh, you know it it happens to the best of us, Brian. Yeah, I know. Um, so don't judge too hard. Mm. <laughs> Do this beer like pillowy is how I would describe it now. Yeah, like that initial like blast, and I think probably my palate getting reset to it. 
Uh, now every, everything's like super high, nice, hearty. We'll call it hearty com- carbonation. Hearty combination. Hearty combination of carbonation and uh, big flavors. It was like all right, white pepper in a glass. I'm down. So it is the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, why is that, Frank? Um, beer season, oh. not gifting season. Gifting season's only a couple months away, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, beer season. This is my favorite time, yeah. and it and it lasts till about when they start going bad, mid November. Um, when they start going bad, what? Yeah, it, it, it's, well, some of the 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 Mearson, Mearson style beers they brewed in June, hmm. packaged, shipped. Well, like some of that stuff in November, it doesn't taste quite as fresh anymore. Technically speaking, Mearson beers were brewed in March, so they could be consumed in September. Yeah, but modern breweries typically yes brew them in like late June, July for August, September but if, releases. If you're consuming them in January of next year, they just they don't taste as fresh. They're still fine. Yeah, but I do enjoy them right now. Um, and then I'll switch to some stouts. And I I was literally standing in the beer aisle today at well beer aisle beer fridge at the local. Um, Garlic Creek Market down the street. Um, that one with a big ass beer cave in it. Mm-hmm. Brian can attest to the quality in there. It's Classy. like really, really fucking good. Um, so I was standing there and I was like, you know, I I don't want an IPA. I want an Oktoberfest. And lo and behold, this little number showed up. Oh Lord, it's a Tupst McKinney Oktoberfest, and it is fantastic. Um, really good. It's not. It doesn't have that super multi thing that you sometimes get from people who normally brew IPAs and then try to make this shit. Or just it actually in seems general, true to style. In yeah. general, have an ale house and then they try to whip out a, a lager. Uh, yeah, no, I, this is solid. This is a very good Oktoberfest or Mearson style beer. The the style of brewer that they have up there in McKinney, it would not surprise me if Tups just made an ale and made it taste really, really good and clean. They're, yeah. they are fantastic at what they do. So wouldn't put didn't it used to be, no. but it's, it's very good now. They turned a beautiful corner up there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, they're still located respect in... to that. That is so difficult to do. It's knowing when you're not good at something you thought you were good at and bringing people in that know what they're doing. I mean, um, it's, it's one of the hardest things to admit that you can't do it. It, it was it was announced this week that New Braunfels Brewing um, actually just sold. They uh, the brewer there was the original like owner brewer was yep. uh, you know makes kettle soured beers is what they they kind of specialize in. And while they quadrupled business, it in was never twenty. It was they had pickle fucker, which was decent. But then you have a lot of other pickle beers that are much better. Um, but, but let me they so listen it, to this. They quadrupled yeah, sorry, they quadrupled sales in twenty twenty, and still have to fucking let it go because yeah. they can't. The I, listen when you narrow when you make such a narrow band of beers, narrow style of beers. You better have a fucking cult following and a lot of it because it's going to be very hard to step outside of those boundaries if you're not a fantastic brewer or are able to bring someone in who can be a fantastic brewer. Well, and that's always my my like thing. Okay, so Jester King, right, when they started and bought the property and everything, 
that shit was cheap as hell. Like they paid next to nothing for that land. Oh, the land. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They put, they put a shed up essentially and started brewing beer. And that's, that's cool. Like works. Um, there isn't an opportunity in Austin like that right now. So when, what you have to do is you have to think, okay, I need to make beer that people buy. Um, I'm not going to go out and make kettle sours because yeah, that's a super narrow band. Maybe I do special releases of kettle sours and kind of, you know, steer my brewery along that path and say, we are really good at making this. I mean, we'd like to make more of this, but we can't sell it if we make, you know, only this. Yeah. If you're a, a, a brewer in DFW, Frank just gave you your business model for the last three years of brewery openings. Brutal Beer Works, uh, Turning Point, Celestial, uh, False Idol, I think, would fall into that category. Three Nations, Symbol, the branch of Three Nations. I could keep going. You get the idea. Yeah, I mean, it's in the end, it's a business. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not a hobby. So if you're looking to make money in the business, you actually have to do what people want to buy. Um, so in any case, um, also... Big surprise here, your well, juice pack that used to come with, uh, what's that, double dry hopped IPA cans that they would wrap in a juice pack label? Uh-huh. Ta-da! Uh, the, old, the old juice pack can is was the uh, the, the vessel for the Oktoberfest. Yeah. Listen, I, I like the resourcefulness of breweries when they do that shit, and it's also kind of like, when you know the brands... It's kind of mm-hmm. like uh, like a little Easter egg when you if you know you know when you start pulling yeah the and off. and you it's a good it's a message it's like juice pack is going to be around for a long time and that's great because they bought a shit ton of cans enough to mm-hmm. package their their seasonals in it and and juice can in and of itself for a little bit there it was it was touch and go whether or not it was going to stay on the shelf like it was oh, yeah. Um, you'd see it for a week and then it wouldn't be back for a month. And you weren't sure if it was because people were buying it or if they were making less of it or most likely when you get those, uh, you see those scenarios playing out, especially from a small ish brewery. That's maybe within your own state, but not within your city or or like direct area. It's probably because people in their home market are drinking the fuck out of it, which guilty um, it makes it really hard to expand past your home market. Once the home market's taken care of, then you can expand past that. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, so um, in Austin, it was a little bit of a period where it wasn't that easy to get. Now, I, <clears throat> I do have on deck a beer mm-hmm. you got a that beer I on? never thought I would buy in a fucking convenience store. I have a beer that I never thought I would buy, period, on deck. Okay. So you go first. All right. In a convenience store. Mm-hmm. This specific one, which I, I personally will say I think might have the best beer selection of a convenience store I've ever been in. It is weird when you can get gas and premium beer at the same place. You okay, know? so North Coast. Oh, yeah? Oh, gee, uh, which one? Is it Old Rasputin? That was there. Okay. Which one? Did Barrel-Aged Old Rasputin? No, that one comes every once in a while. What is it? Um, it was the the Belgian Triple. Uh, Belgian style ale, whatever. I'll, I'll pull yeah. it out in a second. Okay. It was one I didn't even know they made. Brother Thelonious. Yes, that's it. Okay. Yeah. No, that beer is fucking phenomenal. I've never, I've never seen it. Oh, yeah, because you probably at, had at it on the, the East Coast. 
I was going to say, that is one of their OG beers. Um, uh, North Coast, maker of Old Rasputin, Russian Imperial Stout. Like, literally, the style guide of Russian Imperial Stout mm-hmm. could be written on that beer's, like, backbone. Uh, and there are other beautiful beers in their lineup. Scrimshaw, Pilsner, and Brother Thelonious. I thought that was a double, but it could have been a triple. I don't know. I just know it was a Belgian-style ale. It's a, Yeah, that's what it says on the thing. I just I can't remember if it was a double or triple. But in any case, to find a world-class Belgian-style ale mm. at a fucking convenience store is phenomenal. Like, I... I I'm so glad we have those guys down the road because I, I never I don't like going to Twin Liquors to buy beer because they never have good beer. Yeah, it's, um, that's a good place to go if you're going to buy beer for the lake or the river. Yeah, like if you're also but buying if, a if handle I'm of to Tito's. find unique stuff, I have to go to this convenience store. No one else has it. Everybody else, they just they don't buy it. I don't know. It's it's really strange. Um, it's it's a little hiddle, a little hidden gem down here in Buda. It's what the, we uh, like to it's what we like to call in the craft beer appreciation business. We call it a honey hole. Okay, it's a honey hole because on the outside you're like ah it's no big deal. You can go. It's like a fucking Conoco or like a, a Exxon or whatever on the outside. This is an Exxon, yeah. yeah. And then you go inside and you've got your chips and you got your fucking hot dog rollers and stuff and. You may have your big domestics, you know, uh, domestic premium beers in the fridge, but then right next to it, you got like two, three doors, if you're lucky, two or three doors of craft beer. Mm-hmm. This place that Frank is talking about literally has a beer cave that you walk into, and it's got wire racks in the beer cave, and the wire racks are just filled with different craft beers. And I will say, yep. the first place I ever saw like this was Lone Star Beverage in Carrollton. And I okay. it would not I would not put it past the people down at Onion Creek to have based their business off of Lone Star. Lone Star is one of those places in it was like one of the first craft beer specific stores in North Texas. Uh, yeah, and that's cool. I mean, and that's 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 like a place that screams you're coming here for beer. Oh yeah, it's um, also in a real weird part of town. It's where like the heavy Hispanic section of Carrollton meets the heavy Korean section of Carrollton. It's real weird. And then you have a fucking, (laughs) a Korean taco place, uh, a Western union, uh, a CVS, and then this badass beer store all in a strip mall. Yeah. It's fucking dope. Yeah. I'll, I'll give, uh, the folks down here credit. They, they also carry the imitation meat, Chicken nuggets, nugs, which oh, are yeah. fantastic. Um, I don't. I've never seen a convenience store carry nugs. I thought you were um, going to say imitation marijuana. I don't know why yeah. I thought that. I was like, wow, we, all right. <laughs> yeah, they, they sell bath salts too. If you, if you ask them. Um, yeah, no, it's it's cool. Like it, it, we have a lot of fancy. Well, this is a pretty fancy convenience store, but. We have a lot of like well kept, clean convenience stores. We're getting a QT up there, and I, I much prefer to buy beer at, at a convenience store um, or at HEB. Sometimes it depends on whether or not I'm at the good one or the bad one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I really hate going to a liquor store for beer. Yeah, and if it's not like a I the only play only liquor store I will buy beer from is Total Wine, and that's yeah. But they have a whole beer section. Yeah. Uh, Specs has one too, but Specs it's is not in the there. same. Specs it's is in there the with same. Twin Liquor in that, like, if you're going to buy like river beer 
fine. No yeah. big deal. I did <clears throat> I, I did misspeak. I'm very sorry. Uh, actually, Austin has the OG, the actual OG beer store in the Whip-In right off of 35. Oh, yeah. That the Whip-In's is, the shit. That is yeah. the place where craft beer in Texas started, and it was a fucking long-ass time ago. They were the like mm-hmm. first convenience store that specialized in beer. So, yep. sorry, I wanted to correct myself because somebody... Some beer nerd listening to this, like what? Yeah, what? no, I, I was, I wasn't gonna say anything, but because um, I didn't truly know. But the whip in in Travis Heights has been, I mean, Jesus, they they still have like seventy beers on tap, but they they hardly at this point qualify as like a convenience store. They're like, yeah, it's almost like a, a tap restaurant grocery. Like it's it's a really cool spot if you. Okay, really cool in the fact that they haven't invested a single dollar of profit back into the joint. Right. <laughs> so I mean, it's the um, same whip. You're probably you walking into the, the whip in just like it was built. Yep. I mean, um, but it's the, a cool. It's a cool spot. They have really good beer. They get. They get all the exclusives. Yeah. Um. They. They. Little secret. If you ever want stuff that you think will never come to market again. Um, may, maybe there's a Jester King out there from six years ago. Uh, are you talking about their back room, their cellar? They have they cellar beer, yeah. and they bring it out in batches. Yep. And you can buy. I've bought several beers cellared from them. You you pay obviously. Yeah. It's not you're not going to pay, but it cost six years ago. But it's not absurd. Um, You'll find some like barrel age old Rasputin from five years ago. Maybe you pay thirty bucks for the bottle. Yeah. Um, online, you might pay ninety for that bottle. Yeah. Uh, so they, they don't they don't do crazy markups. They they just make it fair. And if you happen to be there to buy it, you you get lucky. Do so. Lone Star does one that's even, in my opinion, even cooler. Okay. So they have one of two things. One, they do like the twelve days of Christmas, and they will bring out twelve days before Christmas Day. Each day they'll bring out a, a cellared beer, oh, um, cool. and it may it, and it's like super limited allotments, like maybe less than a case of twelve, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it's you know aged beer. Uh, then they'll also do um, if they know they're getting super limited stuff. Like I entered a raffle for basically what they do with Uber Rare Whiskey now, where you enter a raffle for the oh, cha- like shoes for the yeah. For the opportunity to buy a bottle yeah. of like super rare Firestone Walker uh, limited release stuff or mm-hmm. um, aged uh, Black Butte Porter, uh, you know, the anniversary Black Butte. Uh, I've entered stuff like that before. And it's funny because you're like, hell yeah, I'm, I'm, I hope I get picked. And you think on it, you're like, well, I entered three of those. <clears throat> really hope I get maybe two. You know, I don't want to. And you probably will get zero. You probably, yeah. Um, it's, it, it, yeah. It's... But when you're thinking about it, you're like, I don't really want to buy $70 worth of beer in two bottles. But yeah, if I did, that'd be pretty sweet. You know, I, no, I agree. I mean, I think it's funny because when, when I do the shoe thing, right at the beginning years ago, you would win 60% of the time, maybe um, on, on a bad streak, you might win 30 or 40% of the time. I enter every single one that I want probably once a week. I enter one of them. Yeah. I haven't won one up until this week in almost a year. Um, Damn. It's been, yeah, it's been a dry streak, but um, the ones I do, for some reason I hit on the super limited stuff. Like I, I hit on a, some gray um, SB dunks today 
fog ray yesterday, actually. And uh, there were only 6,000 pairs made. Wow. So, I don't know. Okay. I'll sell those because I don't wear dunks. Um, but, yeah. it can Raffles are frustrating, but they are fair. I yeah. mean, it's the fairest way to do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I entered my first bourbon raffle last year. Uh, Total Wine does it for their, like, whatever their highest tier rewards customers are. Um, and they give you the opportunity to, to enter in for these raffles. At least they're transparent with their pricing up front. So yeah. they're like, do you, do you, if you won a bottle of fucking 15 year old whistle pig that sells for $370, do you want to like, fuck no, no, I'm not, I'm not fucking buying that. But like Weller, CYOP, CYOB for 129, fuck yes. Like okay. I would absolutely go for that. So here's here's a little thing, Brian. Um, I'm not going to tell you how I obtained it, mm-hmm. but it was through some some connections. I'll tell you offline. Okay. Um, but I got a hand on, or got my hands on. I was going to say a just a single of hand. Twelve <laughs> year old. Uh, is it Yamazaki? Oh. Uh, was it the white label Asaki or a, 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 a no? A yeah, Yamazaki Twelve Whiskey. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> for hundred and two dollars. God damn it! And Yamazaki Twelve. First off, should, you can't find it. That's the, no. The it's biggest it's issue. allocated. Um, not only is it allocated, it's a Japanese whiskey. It's allocated. It only makes it to bars. Um, and if you can buy it kind of in a, so there's a couple things it gets copied a lot. So you might not even be buying the product that you think you're buying, but even if you are, it's like, it's about three to $400 a bottle. If you buy it in the second market, um, yeah, 102 bucks through some favors, um, from specs wholesale. Nice. And they allocated a bottle to old Frank in Austin. So I do have I do have some Yamazaki twelve. Lucky dog. Um it's really uh has not been opened. Um it's it probably won't be opened. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so there's there is become really good friends with the liquor store owner and then Oh you you can you can get hookups that you never thought existed. Yeah. Uh, if you really if you really want to get the hookup, um, befriend the wholesalers themselves. Yeah. The well, that's I mean, the whiskey dis- was... like the the alcohol distributors yeah. are that's a whole different beast. So. I wasn't gonna go into the whole discussion, but that's what happened. Oh yeah, so we, that yeah. happens. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was that, that's how you get into this stuff because it's the reps. Yeah, literally, are... like the lady was like, oh. Um, let me know if you want any of the Pappy allocation, um, because that also only goes to restaurants. And yeah. but you can only get one bottle. And I was like, yeah, okay. I mean, I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they're even going to release one this year. But no. Um, if they do, it's like less than a case for the entire state of Texas. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> so in any case, it's funny. Like that stuff is all. 99% of it is just being lucky and knowing someone, oh. especially with shoes. Yeah. Um, and then for the rest of it, you got to do the raffle and the raffles suck. Like you might enter 50 of them and win one, mm-hmm. but if you don't enter, 
you don't you don't win. Got, got to pay to pay to play, play to yeah, play the to, game, pay to, to play. whatever. Well, you don't pay, but you got you got to enter to win. You like, pay with a, your emotions, Frank. You pay you with do, your emotions. You do. Yeah, because I mean, when you enter the raffle, you're like, man, it'd be real cool if I win this. Yeah, you're like, then, I'm not gonna win. There's no way I'm gonna win. Yeah, like, fast then, forward three hours you later, mind, you're like, oh, okay, maybe if I do win, that'd be kind of neat. And then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, you don't win. Yeah, actually, the worst is when you don't even hear that you didn't win. Yeah. That part is like, motherfuckers, did I enter it wrong? Wasn't it like, you know? Because mm-hmm. in the shoe raffles now, they don't even email you to say that you've entered. They just display the page because the emails cost money. So they display the page. Yeah. Like, okay, you've entered. If you win, we'll email you. If you don't win, you're not going to receive an email. Yeah, so just assume so, that if you didn't receive your email, if you it's didn't not receive your spam. An email, you don't win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then, but then you start frantically checking your filters and your spam, yeah. and you're like, "Is did I get an email?" For yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And then you convince yourself, I probably typed my email address in yeah. wrong. Maybe I probably I didn't did. type it in right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But then they have this thing where you can only enter once per email. An IP address. Yeah. And if you want to go through a whole shit ton of effort and go create fifty fake accounts, you can do it. But who the fuck has that kind of time? Um, Bots. So yeah. That's who has that kind of time, Frank. Bots. Yeah, I mean, I have a shoe bot. But yeah, I was gonna say, how's that going? Do you have? Is it still up and running, or is it like laying dusty on the floor? Just no, m- it's it's whimpering. up and running. It's help me, help I have, me. I haven't. I rent it out most of the time. To be honest, yeah. I don't have enough time to set it up but i rent it out it's like 150 bucks for three days Mm. on a release weekend if it's a good weekend if it's just someone trying to dick around and buy some playstations you can really only rent it out for about 50 bucks but no no all right give me two minutes no worries uh (laughs) i uh i will i will talk through my my saison doug experience because i gotta be honest uh it was very tasty um, as it warmed up, this this beer tasted of oh, how do you say a shit ton of hops? I don't know. I don't know. It was a very very hoppy saison that I have not experienced in a long time. But it was very very good. Um, I'm I, having looked on the bottle more. Um, I see also that uh, this beer is a limited release, so I was kind of looking forward to maybe having it again. Hopefully, I can get my hands on another bottle. Um, and also it was bottled back in, in uh, January, in July. So not bad. Uh, not bad at all. I, I would be interested to see how this beer tasted. Um, maybe after a couple months when, uh, uh, it is bottle conditioned. So maybe a little funk happening in there see what, see what would kick off. But I digress. I think I'm going to go on to my next beer, which may be a bit controversial so the beer that i have just poured this evening um you remember a while back i tried you know i said that i was going to be drinking beers that i had uh, written off uh in years past uh i drank a 903 beer and found out that i was justified not drinking them anymore i'm drinking a franconia baltic porter oh boy that is controversial here's why it might not be though okay so their old brewer, um, founder of Franconia, has since departed Franconia Brewing. Okay. And I was like, well, that doesn't mean that they're still not going to have rusty shit bucket of a brew house. However, um, a new brewer has emerged to step in 
onto the brew deck at Franconia Brewing, and that is Derek Moose Brews. Um, uh, He is... (laughs) Funny connection to us here on No Beer Left Behind. Uh, One, we won won a raffle... (laughs) Uh, on Instagram from him when he was the brewer at Flick's Brew House here in Little Elm. No shit. Yeah, and uh, so he gave us gave us. <laughs> I'm talking about it like I spread the wealth. And I fucking drank every everything that well, he, he didn't gave us. send anything our way. No, I uh, he, he it was like three 32 ounce crowler uh, crowlers of beer that they made there at Flick's Brew House, um, and then some swag that he had. Uh, from his home brewing days, and I was talking to him. I was like, "Oh, you were a home brewer, cool. You know, uh, you know, how'd you get your start and everything?" Turns out, Derek Moose Brews was the guy who I would always talk to at the homebrew shop when I was going to buy home homebrew ingredients when I was heading down to our buddy Derek's apartment for homebrew day, like for brewing okay. days. And conversely, the other guy at that homebrew shop, his name happened to be Brian, would always be the one to help our friend Derek when he would come up to my place for brew days. So we were talking to our counterparts in name uh, there. Uh, anyway, Derek Moose Brews on Instagram uh, is brewing at Franconia Brewing. I don't know. Oh, that's he, cool. I don't know if he had anything to do with this beer that I'm drinking tonight because I couldn't find a date, a production date on this beer. And I know this is one of their winter beers. Um so while it looks like a knockoff of the blue moon label. No, I think you're just seeing it wrong. It's, 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 it it is not a good label design, but it is an old label design. Um, super traditional. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, not the greatest. Um, but a Baltic Porter, we were talking about, uh, Russian Imperial stouts. A Baltic Porter is the, uh, lagered version of a dark roasty malty beer. Um, with it should be super high alcohol, but I couldn't find an ABV on here. So I'm going to take my first taste on Mike. I shouldn't have done that. Okay. Um, oh, God damn it. Take, an, take another sip. Maybe it was the previous beer that hit it. I know exactly what's yeah, going Franconia on. Franconia is great. It's good beer. No, uh, I let's don't. Let's move on. Okay. I'm going to say that Derek had nothing to do with this. <laughs> um, it tasted like someone bought Baltica Number no. 9, which is a... Baltica is a Russian brewer, a brewery, and they make they make what was like the most widely available version of a Russian or of a Baltic Porter. And everybody's like, this must be what the Baltic Porter tastes like. And I, I gotta be honest. It is, uh, syrupy. Um, it it tastes like, um, like corn, black corn syrup is the best way I can describe it. Oh, thank you. It's like molasses. Uh, Yeah. But not in the not in that not in the texture or viscosity, but just the aftertaste and like mm-hmm. the concentrated sweetness that you get in uh, corn syrup. I'm gonna say nope. I'm gonna say Derek had nothing to do with this. That's all I'm nope. gonna say. Yeah, no thanks. That sounds but, pretty awful. But Frank, you opened up a new beer as well. Yeah, I did. I uh, opened up the the brother Thelonious. Um, very good beer. Uh, Belgian style dark is that what we're saying? Yes, that is the um, uh, Belgian style dark is the uh, what you call the secular name for a quadruple. So basically, it's a quad made outside of a monastery. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's it's the people's quad. It's what we'll call it. But Belgian, yeah. And I'll, I'll say um, this one. I mean, you can see the bottle has dust on it. Mm-hmm. 
So it's been sitting for a while. This might as well be cellared in that beer fridge of theirs. Um, I don't know when it was produced because I couldn't find it. Brian thinks it might be 2019. So wouldn't surprise me. I mean, this is a very dusty bottle, and it's it was in a fridge. So um, well, they did change the label. Do you have the bottle there? Yeah, let me see the, the label there. Um. Well, that's their new. That's the new-ish label. Knowing, new-ish? not knowing when they changed. I think they changed it around like 2018, 2019. So, okay. so it's it's probably it's at uh, least two years old. I would say. Okay, I think it's at least two years old as well. Um, in any case, it's really good. It took a little bit because I had the um, Oktoberfest. It took just a little bit to get the palate used to it, but it's very tasty. Ah. Good beer. I'm thinking uh, North maybe- Coast is just solid, like just a solid brewery, and they know what they what they make well. They don't try to like they're not going to produce a West Coast IPA that you're going to go crazy for. Uh, actually, they do, but no, they do. They have the ability to do that because they're fucking amazing brewers. Yeah, um, fair. I mean, it's just we, not what they're known for. Exactly. Well, they're not known out here for it, which is they're a really good example of a regional brewer. They Got make it. beer that gets to cent, you know central United States, uh, that we'll call it the Middle East, and then the Far East, uh, mm-hmm. the United States. Uh, those are their darker beers that can age just fine. But then their beers that they make in their local like Northern California region, keep it fresh. Uh, keep it real fresh. They know yeah, their lane and they play their game. It's pretty good shit. Fort Bragg, so they're right by the uh, military base over there. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, good good brewer. Uh, I've never had anything bad from them. Do I... Now, here's a tough question. Yeah. Because How? they're sort of part of the same region. Okay. Um, I... Man. Might be, might be a wrong statement here, because I know their styles aren't necessarily the same. I think for the price, I would probably pay for... Firestone Walker before I bought this. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, North Coast is one of those breweries that sometimes their legacy um, and their, their... Old Rasputin aside, though, I would buy that all day. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't buy it all year. That's the problem. No. Yeah. So that's the thing. Sometimes North Coast legacy and their uh, their clout run them down a little bit because North coast will do old Rasputin for like 1199 for a four pack. And that's like the cheap end that I've seen. It's a really good price. Cause you're thinking 12 bucks, three beers, you know, three bucks a pop. That's not bad. Um, especially at 9.1% alcohol, I think is what they're at. Um, brother Thelonious, similar price. But again, like when you put it ounce for ounce, dollar for dollar, I probably would rather have, even fucking Boulevard bourbon barrel aged quad, which comes in a six pack for like $15. Yeah. And I, I also like, even if it's not just straight down to price, right? Yeah. Um, I think outside of old Rasputin, cause it's a phenomenal beer. I think Firestone makes better beer. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm not being like harsh. It's, it's very good. Um, but it is not as good as, I mean, (laughs) here's the deal. Like I'm, I'm covering up the signed Firestone signs that I have behind me right now with my head. Uh, but 
Matt Brindelson is a fucking genius. He's the head brewer at Firestone Walker, or at least wrote every recipe that Firestone Walker uses probably right now. Uh, Matt Brindelson holds a special place and should hold a special place in every beer lover's heart as being the only home brewer, at least that I've ever heard of, being visited by the National like Alcohol Bureau because of the amount of beer that he was brewing himself in his garage in Minnesota. Is this the dude from North? uh, No, no, but he was buying all the supplies. He was buying supplies and all his ingredients from Northern Brewer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, the fucking alcohol bureau in Minnesota came to visit him to see why he was buying so much grain. And they found a like five barrel brew house in his garage. And they were like, Hey, for sure. Stop. Because <laughs> legally, uh, homebrewers can only make something like 20 gallons a month per adult in the house or some bullshit. Like, it's some some ludicrous law that literally but, no okay, one, so hold on, hold on. Okay, no one so would check ludicrous, unless you're... Ludicrous, ludicrous yet Minnesotan. Because well, if, if, if someone says 20 gallons of beer per adult in the house, right? Minnesotans would, like, like, like the Scotties... They'd probably get seven adults to yep. register their home address to the fucking house. Oh yeah, get grandma so from the nursing home to register. 140 gallons of beer in a month. That's the thing. Like the legal <laughs> limits are so high. Like for home brewers, you're like I'm fucking have no worries about hitting this. And if it, no home brewer has ever like they they know it or they've heard yeah. tale of of laws, but. It's not written anywhere when you go to buy grain at the homebrew store. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How much grain have you bought there, Sonny? In in a normal house, you would have to run five carboys every two weeks. No. no. To to just be at the limit. Yeah. Now, I don't know if anybody's brewed through the carboy process. That is a shit ton of work. He's talking about five gallons at a time. Yeah, and you're talking 15 hours... Yeah, probably 15 hours per every two weeks that you have to find time to fill up the five carboys. If you're only making the same beer. If you're only making the same five, if you have a five-gallon brew house. But if you have a five-barrel brew house, like Brindelson was using, like I think it was five-barrel. It may have been one or two-barrel. Either way, when you're talking about brewing 30 gallons of beer at a time, you're like, okay, hold up. (laughs) You, You don't have to brew... 13 hours you just brew one long fucking session yeah no i i agree but i'm saying for 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 the for the average human oh, yeah average yeah. right like unless you invested a couple grand into a brew house <laughs> i mean you went and bought like a fucking old like gordon Biersch brew house that was brewing for a restaurant <laughs> and he's like yeah bring that shit into the garage let's let's cook this shit up right now well so a 30 gallon drum right so 15 it'd be two Two oil drums, essentially. So, if you, it, yeah, I mean, it's that's a shit ton of fucking. That's water. a shit ton I'd, of liquid. I'd, yeah, and then to keep it all sanitized and God, that's a lot of work. Temperature so, yeah, control. Big ups to that man. Well, I mean, that's why. I mean, it's one of the many reasons that Firestone Walker beers are so goddamn good, is because that guy is helping make the recipes, and then you have yeah. some. I, I want to say neurotic, but we're just going to call them uh, very particular individuals in uh, a winemaker and a British man. And those are the and three people. Man. <laughs> those are the three people who run Firestone Walker. And amazingly, and, and you can taste the accent. Yeah, you can. I mean, honestly, when you taste DBA, you're like a Brit came up with this, right? Or a Brit drinks this. 
but it was brought up or it was made by an American. And then the winemaker just made sure that it fucking tasted repeatably good. That's too funny. I fucking love Firestone. Anyway, can we? Yeah, it's it's good. So to, to, all that is to say, North Coast is not bad. No, um, I just think for the price, I would go Firestone. This is a great beer. Yeah, but there are Firestones that I would pay for. I mean, it's it's trying to it, at at the price level, it's almost even more worth it to just buy Chimay. Um, well, that's what I was gonna say. Now, if you put that against Chimay Blue, I. I don't think there is a quality comparison because Chimay Blue is very, very unique. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say Chimay is also way more expensive than Brother's yeah. House. But I think a four pack of Chimay now is like twenty four dollars. Yeah, so so I guess I'm talking or maybe twenty seven. It's up there, bottle to bottle, right? Like you, you, a lot of these you can buy a single bottle of. Yes. So you're talking maybe a four dollar price difference, bottle to bottle. To me, I would rather spend the four bucks. Um, it's it's a good, but it's not. Um, it's not. I don't. I don't want to say it, but I'm gonna say it. it's not true. Like it's, it's nearly there. Yeah. But I would pay for the Belgian version because it has that candy back end that this one. I don't know. Maybe this one just sat too long. It just doesn't have it. Like there's none of that kind of. You know when they put the candy sugar in there it like it gives it a specific well i'm i'm guessing brother thelonious also uses candied sugar they're using if they're making a belgian dark strong uh the belgian yeast needs to interact with high concentrations of sucrose and that's there's only really one way to do it um but uh the yeast strain that chimay uses can be replicated but not duplicated okay so that's probably where you're getting some quality it's just something that's not the same or, or not not at the level that it should be if that makes sense. Yeah, well, I'm just uh, that's like I said, it's the uh the everyday uh, everyday Chimay. Whereas Chimay is for the holy people and I'm doing But this is very good. Oh yeah. It's very good. Oh, real um, quick before now, we, before speaking, we move on. Sorry. Uh dead ass accurate on the four pack of Chimay pricing at 26.99 in total. Thank you very much. Okay. I will accept And that is it's worth every dollar. If you've never had Chimay, um now they have white and they have red as well. Mm-hmm. Um blue Jeez. is kind of that sweet spot. Um, <clears throat> I enjoy the blue. I've had the white and the red. Um, I, I damn near can't tell the difference to be honest, but what, uh, you need to go back and taste them. They're very different. All three of them. Yeah. So I, I need to go actually do them in a row. Also because do them. I've not only in had a... them like at random points yeah. and I, I always go, okay, yeah, this is a Belgian ale. Like it's, it's good. Mm. Um, but I just have never been able to be like, oh, that's red, that's blue, that's white. Um, but they are all very good, and they're all worth like a special occasion. Maybe take them to Thanksgiving one year or something like that. That's worth it. Yeah. Uh, they're not everyday drinkers. So to your point, this is an every everyday kind of mock of it. I I would give it a ten out of ten for that. It's it's worth drinking. It's just not a hundred percent. Um, can I tell you about an experience that I had at work this week? Yes, before we do that, hold on. Oh. I have one more beer question. Okay. Okay. So, um, I've always wondered this, and it came up again and just in my mind randomly today. Uh, is there a sour version of, like, fall beers? 
like because uh, I know sours release like style of golden beer? ales and golden sours and far it's like all summer shit. And then is there like are, are we mainly dealing with sour stouts? Ah, I see. In the saying. fall winter months, like no. What I'm, do people make for those seasonal <laughs> beers in in the sour world? So uh, sour beer makers. Um, the winter time is the time that they make their beers. Um, oh, okay. Because if they're doing cool ships, they need it to be colder um, to, and also to inoculate the beer when it's set out. You really don't want to do it in really high heat months, but Fair. I digress. If you're talking about styles of beer that can be associated with seasons. And if there is a sour stout situation yeah. that happens. So typically um, the high acidity and and dark malts, roasted malts, black patent malts, um, even debittered malt, black malts, they can still be, they can produce an acrid flavor. Uh, think of like licking an ashtray. <laughs> that mixed with high acidity um, from sour, from the souring processes, they don't mix well together. Okay. What you do mm -hmm. have instead are people who make uh, like fruited lambics. So they'll add blackberries or, or peaches or apples okay. or any number of things, raspberries uh, or cherries to make a fruited sour beer. And that's typically what you get in the seasonal, like in the, the fall to winter seasonal months. Mm -hmm. um, there's a brand Duchess de Bruges, wherever the hell it is. Um, yeah, I've had that. I've had, had that. Okay, so that is like their standard beer. In the winter months, they release a cherry version of it. Okay, um, and that's a strawberry lambic, I believe, that one. No, it's cherry. They add cherries to it. No, sorry, sorry. You're the, talking the, about Frambois or Lindemans. Lindemans. Lindemans adds, they have their their most famous one is Frambois. It's the raspberry. Uh, and then they have, uh, oh, fuck, they have one that's really cool. Oh, fuck, I can't remember what. The, Cassis um, mm -hmm. added to it. Um, all the Lindemann's beers, as clean as they are, they're really good examples of styles. However, they back sweeten the shit out of their beers. They are really sweet. They're um, way too, um, yeah. But if you have somebody who wants to dabble in sours and get an idea for sours, uh, Lindemann's is a good beer because it's not going to give them heartburn right away, <laughs> but they can still enjoy it. Uh, and what I like to do is do half Lindemann's uh, Frambois and half uh, uh, English Stout. Just a, a chocolate stout. The, uh, what the hell, not Wells, but. Uh, yeah, the one the that double, makes the banana the, one, too. Well, maybe it is Wells. It's the double chocolate stout. Yeah, yeah. The organic That's the double one. chocolate it's, stout. It's Wells. It's Wells. Yeah. So do half and half with Lindemann's Frambois and the double chocolate stout. And it's like literally chocolate covered raspberries. And it's really, really good. But I digress. If you want to, like, if, if that's what you want to go um, for, like, finding a seasonal sour, that would be my suggestion. Uh, there are very few breweries who make dark stout, like dark sours. Um, the Blue, the brewery, Blue Owl has their cherry stout. I don't see. I don't like that one. The Professor Black it's, or whatever it is. It's actually I, I prefer it. Yeah. I, I actually quite enjoy it. Um, so, but it's not it's not a real style. The brewery, <laughs> like, the brewery, it's their own thing. Yeah, <laughs> the brewery Taru does some uh, dark beers. They have Tarta Darkness. That's a very good beer. Um, I'll, I'll say okay. The professor, the what is it? Professor, the professor Black. yeah, Black. Um, it is really good to pair with food. Yeah, I can see that. Um, 
I would never drink it on its own, and I'd never drink more than a can of it. Um, yeah. It's not something I go to HEB and buy a six pack. That shit would sit in my fridge for years if that's what I did. <laughs> um, but it, I've I've gone and had tacos and. The sour stands up real well to the fattiness of like a barbacoa taco or something. It, it It's quite good in that setting. I can also understand it's not a true thing. Yeah. Like what they've invented there is their own thing. <laughs> um, but it's good. It is it is its own good thing, unlike, you know, jalapeno lagers. Um, uh, tequila barrel aged <laughs> gozes. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, anything aged in tequila barrels that's not tequila, get the fuck out of here. Like, it, it, tequila is such a strong flavor. You know what gets me? You are no longer making beer. Like, it makes no sense that people go, oh, let me take tequila barrels. You can't use that shit after you put tequila in it. You just can't. Lone Pint makes a gin barrel aged wit. Think, it's a vodka with junipers. Think that through, wit. but with wit. I Sounds bet, terrible. I, you know what, though? Think about the flavors of gin, and then think about yeah. the flavors of a wit beer. I bet they might actually be really good. Because yeah, I've had, think a, about, think I've had about a rosemary how... wit, and rosemary is as powerful as juniper. And yes, it but tasted it's, it's really not, good. It's not ethyl alcohol. Like, the, the, yeah, the thing about vodka, right, is... Okay, so first off, I don't know. Hopefully everybody at this point knows that gin is just flavored vodka. Um, it's distilled differently. <laughs> they have different okay. organic leaves okay. in the so, still. Gin is flavored vodka. And um, if you can get good quality juniper, if you can get, you can actually make better gin at your house than you can buy um, because you would be leaving the, the, um, the spices in your vodka. And it, it would essentially, you know, it's not the flavor isn't going to it's going to intensify as you go through it. And then you'll reach a point where it's probably too intense and you take your spices out, you pour the gin off. But um, if if you want to add that to beer, I guess, go ahead. Uh, I have zero interest in tasting that. I, I would rather have a beer, like you said, with rosemary in it, with uh whatever bay leaves uh all that stuff would be really interesting but i don't need you to add that to gin <laughs> uh, gin barrels like it it just that's that's a bridge too far now rum barrel aged shit hell yeah scotch barrel aged yeah bourbon barrel aged we all know that's good uh yeah vodka doesn't have enough sugar in it for it to be interesting like i don't know it's the beer gets accentuated through malt sugar Etc. Um, be- wine, the wine barrel aged shit. That's all sugar and uh, uh, kind of wine flavors in that oak that then reconstitutes into the beer. <sighs> Brian, that sounds disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> it well, sounds nasty as hell. <laughs> I bet it's delicious. Anyway, no. No, I mean knowing the people, it probably is. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like it. To a person who just hears, oh, there's a gin barrel-aged beer out there, I would never buy it. Just thinking, that sounds awful. Like, absolutely. Uh, let me, damn it. I had a Brian's cam froze for just a second. It's perfect. No, His thought ahead. on the uh, 
Franconia. I don't. I don't think Franconia is winning Brian's favorite tonight. But he has to try it again because they now have new brewers, and he should stop buying the weird shit. shit. You know, um, I, I need to message Derek and see when his stuff, like what what dates are on his work, because okay, and then see if they've replaced those fucking rusty pipes. Anyway, that is not a sexual reference. That is a fucking real statement. Okay, wait, listen, hold on. First off, deep cut sexual reference. So if you don't know what a rusty pipe is, uh, maybe just Google it because we're not going to discuss that. Yeah, we turn on. turn on. We move. We moved on from Analingus Talk on this podcast. Yeah, we were told um, by our sponsors that we couldn't do Analingus Talk yeah, anymore. They said no more. Um, now, to, to your uh, your point, you're opening a new one. I am. I'm trying to chug Franconia Baltic Porter. We'll, I, nah, okay. we'll cover In that. In any one. case, you're, you're going to uh, discuss some uh, work happenings. Yeah, let me just set the scenario. Wildest shit that I've experienced uh, at any job. God, that was terrible. Oh, Franconia. It's a Franconia effect. God damn it. Okay. Francon effect. Franken effect. Okay. So got uh, an email invite, you know, the classic working around the office email, uh, not an actual calendar invite, just a raw email. We'll call it raw dog and an invite to us. Hey, come over to this, you know, come over to the other building. We're having cupcakes for so-and-so's birthday. Okay. Plan on going over, doing the old drive-by waving at the people, shaking shaking babies, kissing hands, uh, doing the, the political, uh, you see me, I see you, around the office toward a, sort of situation. And I'm going to take my cupcake and kick rocks, get the fuck back over to my office. So did that, get over there, and uh, real weird sitch. Uh, everybody's in a giant new conference, conference room. Uh, cupcakes are over on the side. We walk in, me and my 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 crew of homies walk in, uh, and everybody like says hi. There's a cordial greeting, and everybody just fucking bounces from this conference room. I'm like, cool, whatever. I got no problems with this. I plan on doing the same goddamn thing. So I grab my cupcake and I go to leave. You know, I, I go to leave, and I'm like, oh, I haven't seen yeah you know, this this coworker in a while. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Everything good? You just get, how'd you enjoy your vacation? She's like, ah. I don't know. It's some, I don't know. And I was like, okay, I clearly see since something's wrong here and I'm going to She's ask baiting you in. She's yeah. baiting you in. Yeah. Like, we're like, I fuck you're fishing and I don't want to be caught up in an MLM situation. I don't want to buy your fucking like your essential oils, but I also really don't want to hear about your problems. Cause I got a shit ton of them I'm dealing with right now. But like, as I'm going in to classic, ask, classic office scenario. Oh yeah, one of two things: you're either going to complain, or you're going to want me to buy something from you or your kid. So, yep. which, whatever. So I go to I'm I'm working up my own confidence to ask what's really wrong, and uh, the office manager. We'll, we'll just call her the office manager. She has a title. We're not going to say what it is. She comes by and she's like, "Hey, just let y'all know, there's a meeting in here at two thirty. We're like, okay, well, I guess that's probably why everybody left. They're all getting out of the... I look at my watch. I'm like, it's 2.10. So, little preemptive. Uh, you can just tell us to move along. Whatevs. So, I'm like, cool. Well, I go to leave. Go back, kick rocks back over to my office. And this my coworker is still standing there. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. My team leaves. Like, my, my homies that I rolled in with, they just bounce. I'm like, damn it. I'm like, what's really wrong? She's like, uh, 
you know, I don't know. I just got called into this weird meeting here in a couple minutes and uh, I don't have any, no. did any explanation. I was no. like, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, you know. Uh, I, it was nice knowing you. Probably nothing. To, nothing's going on. You know. Like, right? Like, you hear yeah, this. Yeah, no, immediately. You're like, you're like okay, oh, I'm getting fuck. laid off, no doubt. So I'm like, okay. Uh, well, talk to her, small talk. Sure, everything's going to be okay. Either, like, there is a small chance you're getting a very surprise promotion, but it's not high. Like, yeah, I mean, less than half a percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shot. That it's very dark, but there's it's a shot. Yeah, it is. Uh, so I'm like, you know, hey, it's going to be all right. Hey, let's you know, holler at me when you're ready to work on the project we're gonna, we've got coming up in November. Boom. I go eat my dry-ass cupcake, cross the street, whatever. By the time I get back to my desk, I have a meeting invite. <laughs> in the next 45 minutes. Very random oh, oh time, God. but just a 15-minute meeting. And it's like, oh, please God. join. Mary the wiser. You just <laughs> shat on her for two minutes, and you're like, oh, my God. Now I've got the same unannounced. No, 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 no. Worse. <laughs> Not worse, but here's the deal. That meeting wasn't just sent to me. It was sent to the entire department. Except for her, the girl I was just talking <sighs> to. <laughs> So I back to my oh, office. This was your announcement to be like, oh, you're not getting laid off. No, 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 no. This was sent to everybody in the department except for the girl who has the meeting at 2.30 in the conference oh, room. So all your things that you just thought were going to happen, they're, they're absolutely happening. So I get back. My boss is like, hey, did you see we have a meeting at like 3.15? I was like, yeah, I did. I go, do you know what it is? And she's like, I have no clue. I go, hey, you know who's not on that invite? <laughs> She's like, who? You know the person I was talking to when we left? She's like, yeah. She had a meeting in that room. That's why I had to clear out at 2.30. It's like, she's not on the meeting invite. So to recap for those of you who might be lost, um, we had birthday cupcakes. They kicked us out of the conference room where the birthday cupcakes were held so that they could fire someone who was on our team who was there celebrating with birthday cupcakes. Luckily, it wasn't their birthday, but it was their birthday last week when they were on vacation in Puerto Rico and they were getting calls on the beach that they needed their help. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That is brutal. Fucking on a Monday afternoon. Okay. Let me tell you, I think Michael Scott read it best when he was like, the book says we should fire them at Friday at three. Which, <laughs> yes, you should, because that makes it less awkward for the rest of the week. Whenever you see your bosses, random people in the hallway, you get random meeting invites, and you're not fucking gun-shy that you're going to get goddamn fired on was Thursday. She, was she the only one that got let yeah. go? Yes. Yes. Why did you need another meeting? Uh, well, we, we do have a thing within our company where if anybody is let go or leaves our team, uh, whether it's to go to another company or to another team, we have an immediate meeting like as oh, soon okay. as possible. And it cuts down because we're a privately owned family company. Sometimes like rumors, rumors and shit. Yeah. You just nip in the bud right there. I get it. However, I get it. Uh, it's awkward as fuck. I mean that is really brutal. Uh, I, th- I, like, I've I've worked in this company for almost a decade, and I'm I've never seen anything quite like this. I was like, oh well, that makes sense. Why the security? I passed the security guard when he was walking up the stairs, and I was walking down. That makes sense. Got to do that whole escort out the building. <laughs> that's man, that's harsh. 
I mean, was the reason because of the Puerto Rico trip? Was that no, just kind of the cherry no, on top? They no, that, had, that, that on it? claimed nothing to do with it, which I was like, whatever. I, I the, the the conversation also, I don't know, I probably shouldn't share this, but the conversation uh, with the entire department was like, it was best for everybody. And I was like, I, for everybody? She seemed real upset before she even went to that meeting. I don't think she saw it that way. I mean, I think knowing what I know now, I think she is going to be much happier doing something else because she was not happy doing what she was doing at our Yeah, company. but I mean, okay. But so, like, yeah, I'm, happy pay, I'm happy paying my bills. I'm really happy paying and getting a regular paycheck. Those, that, those, that makes me very happy. Well, <laughs> you always got to wonder, the people who get that upset at a place that pays your bills... Like you have plenty of you have the rest of your life to hate that spot. Right. Right. Why don't you just suck it up for a minute and actively look for a job? Just bite your fucking lip. Yeah. Um so yeah. I hey, listen. I, I looked at I looked at my coworkers because we were all like but oh, by the way, um uh we had a new team member last week and this was her first apartment meeting. <laughs> Like, she, goes, oh. she goes, are all department meetings like this? I go, fucking no. They are not all like this. The last two have happened to be just like this, but they are not all like this. It, it, like, it's it was <laughs> fucking People nuts. don't always get fired right after cupcakes. Of the <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't, like, bait people in and just lead them to slaughter with cupcakes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's funny, right? Like, these random meetings that people throw on calendars to fire people. I always, I don't know, like at small companies, I, I have, I don't have a problem with it, but it, it would save everybody a hell of a lot more stress. If HR, you know, I don't, I don't like maybe just a flyby. Like they do at the, at the, <laughs> just, at the, just at the car, the car, uh, uh, car lots, you know, like that manager flyby shit that you have to deal with. It's like, Oh, let me just, I'm going to get my manager to come talk to you. It's like, dude, I sold cars for fucking four years. I know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Like it's yeah, the manager's going to go, oh, what, what are we looking at? Oh yeah. Like bullshit. 7% to 6%. And they're, I, yeah. you're going to do it. In a, like, I, by the way, I'm not here to buy a car. I told this fucker that, um, <laughs> let me, let me just go. Yeah. Um, so in any case, like if you could just maybe do an HR flyby and be like, Hey, uh, by the way, there've been some complaints. Really sorry. We need to let, let you go today. Um, you're going to get some severance pay and here's yeah. some Cobra benefits. And here's you know, a headhunter. And then you like, could go have your cry session. But the, I think the build up to it that they're like at 9 a.m. throwing a 3 15, 15 minute slot on your calendar is like in another building in a room yeah, that y'all never torture. visit. It's yeah. torture. It makes no sense. Like, I don't know who, who wrote that book, but it's a book for, 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 for HR cowards and HR is nothing but cowards. Yeah. Like these are people who go, yo, formality wise, due to legal boo 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 boo
I know that outside the office there's a cubicle like farm with like six or eight people sitting there. Okay. This closed door opens. Person whose office it is looks out and just shouts out the first person he sees. We'll call him Gary. Gary, I need you to come in here real quick. Gary gets up. Gary is not in any way related to the fucking, like, he's not on the dude's team. He's not even in the same fucking department as the two people who are in this office. Gary gets up and is like, okay, whatever. Let's play. They go in, they close the door. Ten minutes later, the door slings open. The now former employee storms out of the office, giving double birds to everyone uh, in sight. Walks out the front door. And uh, the the man whose office it was thanks Gary for sitting in on that and then uh, calls the president of the company and then calls Dallas PD. And in that order, (laughs) yeah, we had a Dallas off-duty police officer at our building at both entrances for every day for the next, like, two weeks. Uh, No. Dude, it was so bad. So, you know, uh, most firings, you have to have another witness, uh, like another party present. Uh, to make sure there's no he said, she said situations happening here. Uh, so Gary, not related to the fucking, the either parties, uh, comes in and has to sit through and watch this goddamn slaughter session where this man gets fucking fired. Okay? Wild and gets threatened shit. with death. It's threatened to the point where the guy who really and truly, this dude is one of the few dudes in the organization who... Who would come and shoot up the joint. Well, no. He would, if he tried to shoot, this dude would have picked one of fucking four wrong dudes to try to shoot. Like... <laughs> Like, he would have shown up with a fucking, uh, what do you call it, a crossbow. Yeah, yeah, no, he's like, yeah, he's literally this. The the manager who fired him is does have like a a drawer uh, with files, and it just says one of the names on the file is a dot sword or a dot knife, and he just pulls that out. He's got crossbows in the ceiling tiles above his desk and shit. No, so he's prepped for an active shooter. Oh, he yeah, he's ready to rock and roll. Don't fuck with him. So it even better. <laughs> no, it's not even better. It's really in the big scheme of things, pretty sad. Uh, the dude's uh, was getting divorced, and his wife also, or now ex-wife, also works at the organization. So it was uh, extra security things we had to go through. Uh, to top it all off, this happened in like September, about this time of year, August, okay. September. By November, December, he was actively calling other team members, other people he used to work with, there at my office trying to recruit them to come work for his any guesses what his new business was this is in 2017 if this helps vape shop oh very good guess very good guess i give you big kudos i will give you great guess it was actually a vehicle wrap shop um, that Ooh. applies vinyl wraps to uh, cars, trucks, and SUVs. So, okay. I mean, but hey, it could have been a fucking vape shop. It could have been a vape <laughs> shop back then. Yeah, everybody was opening them. It was weird because uh, about a dozen of us got phone calls. Uh, and when I say us... <laughs> you you got one too. I got one, and I fucking hated the guy. <laughs> he refused to hire me uh, for one of his gigs, and uh, I fucking didn't hold a grudge. I just knew that he didn't want to hire me, so That's I always hilarious. kept an eye on him. And when I saw his number come up on my phone, I was like, you can get fucked, all right? And then talking to other people around the office, they are like... Yeah, your so-and-so, so-and-so called me. Like, oh, he called you too? 
I was like, he fucking called me, but I didn't answer. What did he want? And they told me, they were like, hey, he's trying to recruit people to come get their cars vinyl wrapped. I was like, recruit people to get their cars vinyl? What? Like, oh, yeah, he's paying people to wrap their cars. I was like, no. No, he's not doing that. That's not happening. That sounds terrible. That is that is, that is is really funny. I'll, <sighs> I'll give him that. That I mean, shoot your shot, man. Yeah. You, you, never, you never know. I mean... What's He's the, looking for some employees, maybe somebody like them. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I, well, I, I'm guessing you probably know so. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that is really funny. <laughs> uh, fucking, the only other one that tops that is uh, when I worked at Staples in Granbury. I don't give a fuck about like any names or anything involving Staples. I will freely speak on because fuck that place. Uh so we hired, oh, they're almost bankrupt. I, I'm pretty sure they don't have enough money to sue even you. Well, they don't. <laughs> this is true. I'm going to sue you out of existence. <laughs> Brian, Brian Excuse like, me, sir. Listen, I have fifteen dollars in my savings account. Like, fuck. I go to Whataburger and wait in line and hope I get the right order. <laughs> yeah. And I don't sue them. I don't sue them. <laughs> so this is the kind of deal. This is the kind of guy you're dealing with here, yeah. and you can't sue me. <laughs> so uh, we're. we're we're in Granbury, uh, uh, fucking geriatric capital of North Texas. It's just awful. No one wants to work there because the teenagers can barely do math, uh, much less like fucking show up to work on time. So finding cashiers is very difficult. We found a guy in his early 30s who wants to work minimum wage as a cashier nights and weekends. Cool. Perfect. Come on in, sir. He shows up dressed in a polo and a pair of slacks. All right, let's do this. You're not wearing jorts and a fucking cut-off Leonard Skinner t-shirt with sandals, so come on in. You, you're pff, dressed, for the, dressed for success. Give him his, his Staples polo. He uh, puts it on the old back room, gets, gets ready to head out on the floor for his first day of training. But first, he has to go through those OSHA videos in the back room. He is fucking three hours into his four hours of OSHA training. And the Granberry PD show up. We're like, well, what can we help you with, officers? They're like, we're looking for, I forget the dude's name. We'll call him Gary, because it's probably it's, it's probably Gary or Jeff. Yeah, Gary or Mike. Gary or Jeff, one of the two. Jeff with a G. G-E-O-F-F is probably oh, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they're, they're looking for this guy, and uh, the store manager goes, um, can he's here. Can I ask why you need to see him? And you're like, yeah, we have a warrant for his arrest. He was like... <laughs> Store manager goes, follow me. As they're walking to the back, he, I hear him talking because this is a pretty small store. The, the store manager goes, uh, you have a warrant for his arrest. Um, can we what? make him take his Staples polo off before you lead him out of here? And the cops were like, that's not procedure, but we'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff, Jeff gets... <laughs> Fucking escorted out of the building in a wife beater, a pair of slacks and shoes, and handcuffs. Of course, Jeff wore a wife beater underneath a polo. I mean, it was it was, it was toasty, and it was two thousand nine. It was a different time, you know. I, I haven't worn an undershirt on a polo in a I do more than a decade and a half. I ha- I have to if I'm working and I'm wearing a polo, I'm wearing an undershirt because otherwise yeah. that thing is getting. So when I was on the trucks, 
delivering beer. Early well, in fair. The that's different. That's yeah. active labor. Like yeah. this dude was sitting making copies. Yeah. Well, it was Granberry. Okay. So he's probably, he probably had a walk to work. <laughs> and like, I get it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's like his staples. God, that ream of paper was just. Do my fiftieth ream today. Yeah. Oh, if I, get, I, you know, it would be easier if you just sold it by the case. You know that, right? It's twenty twenty reams per case is actually a discount. What? You guys do discounts? Man, I mean, we do. It's kind of like a bulk supply. It's kind of like a, yeah. That's, how it started? Yeah. You know. <laughs> We just happened to start selling to you fucks because why not? Why not? Yeah. Y'all were paying to be the middleman in all this. I always wondered when I walked through his staples, how many computers did they actually sell? Because they set those bitches up on the most precarious shelving. Oh, oh, the display computers. Oh, those things are so locked down. So the cases, like the fucking spider cages that go on the the base of those laptops. They aren't going anywhere. As a matter of fact, a lot of those laptops get damaged with those spider cases, those spider cages still on them because the stores can't get them off. I shit you not. <laughs> so like you have a, a let's say you have a, a a good computer at a Staples and it's like maybe a thousand dollars. Okay, yeah. that thousand dollar computer is going in the trash because it's been on all fucking day and all fucking night in demo for mode years. for years. <laughs> and the cages have switched keys so many times that the fucking store can't find the right key for that cage. So they just cut the spider wrap and then throw the whole goddamn thing and damage. RTD. I would just like to know how many actual people walked in there and bought a computer because Gateway, dude, which was a thing, right? They I, sold cheap computers. You didn't need to go to Staples to buy a computer. I, Best Buy had cheap computers. I think you would be surprised, bro. I, I, as a tech expert at Staples, personally sold dozens of fucking computers. No, it's Staples. Yes, because I, people come Office in. Depot, same thing. Like, I always walked in there. I was like, who goes, I need a computer Office Depot? Yeah. Well, it's it, one, it's convenience. Because there's a lot of people who don't want to go to Best Buy. They've had bad bad experiences with somebody at one of those stores. Okay. So they try an Office Depot or Staples. The other thing is, if they're going business-wise, like they may not care about the cheapest price if they're just Yeah, they buying, get discounts there, too. Yeah, so they've got, they've got corporate discounts, but also like if their company's paying for it, they don't give a fuck. And they know that they can also get everything they need for that computer right there. And mm-hmm. they trust because Office Supplies is in the name that they are going that we are going to upsell the fucking shit out of them for every peripheral that they will need to make that computer work. My favorite was the old triple play. That is a computer, that is a printer, and that is ink. And oh when I God. could f- oh dude, the Good Lord. the boners that my store manager would pull just when I was like I just got an HP Epson combo. They're like, "What?" Oh yeah. Did you get the protection plan on it? I got ink. Fuck. All right. E- All right. Easy you know what? We're on fine. it. Easy on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, bro, I mean, that's a fucking $1,000 ring right there. Even with a $200 yeah. printer, you're getting $80 worth of ink because that bitch has CMYK, baby. That's four different cartridges. That's a lot of goddamn money. Dude, it was working at Staples fucking, it was mind-boggling. <laughs> Thinking back on it, like, what the fuck were we doing? And it makes me, like, it pisses me off thinking about Staples. And and you are wondering to yourself how many people bought computers at Staples. I watch 
so Mrs. Bryan, she has her relaxing shows that she watches. Now she watches uh, crafting DIYs, but for a while she would watch QVC. And when oh, I tell yeah. you the rage that builds up in me when I see fucking computer combos come across oh, QVC, God. I'm like, oh, it was Christ. it was it was rage inducing back in the day. Now like it is when computers were coming up and they had gateway specials on there, and you're like, yep. you're charging grandma this much for a gateway. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, it's a five hundred dollar computer, and you're like, okay, well that's cheap compared to the thousand dollar laptop that they sell, you know, at, like that that you can buy from Asus or, or uh, Acer even or HP. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, $500 is great. But then you look at the, the fucking gateway website and you see that's 329 there. You're like, what the fuck are we doing? What, how are you selling this any better? And they're like, well, you're getting a, a Logitech mouse. It's wired. Cause those trackpads can be tricky. Fuck off. Like, what are we even doing here? So they do it. Ah, it's so annoying. But they convince people based on, Ease of use, not understanding the technology. Uh, and then Apple came along and was like, you just touched the fucking glass. And yeah. <laughs> grandmas are like... Blew their mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think I'm going to break it. It's too expensive. <laughs> da, da, da. And then eventually they're all on it. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> I, so. My mom shared a fucking Flickr link this morning on Facebook. Flickr's still a thing? Uh, so I use. Uh, so I pay to use Flickr now. Um, okay. For a couple of reasons, one as a, like you can put your photography on Flickr and actually uh, source rights to it, so people okay. can people can buy your basically stock photos if they want. Um, you can also track uses, track views, and for me personally, I can create a, a unlimited number of albums and in, in uh, for unlimited sizes and share those album links with people, so my family can follow along with my daughter's growth and stuff like that. So. It's it's cool. Yes, Flickr. It, to answer your question, yes, Flickr is still a thing, and it does have value. Um, it's also nice because I can put videos on there now. Um, so I did a video of my daughter reading a book last night and sent it sent the link out to my mom. Not thinking, I I, I try to keep my daughter off of social media as much as possible. It's kind of weird when you fucking see your kids on social media. So I'm trying yeah. to keep that off there as long as possible for That's the most part. Con- well, it's like. They don't have the ability to consent to that. So well, and you as a user don't have the ability weird. to consent to what those pictures are used for, and that's yeah. my main issue with Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the most. Yeah, part. no, posting posting kid pics is weird. Yeah, I, I never fully so, understood it. Like, I I do like how Instagram lets you limit your stories to like yeah. close friends and family. So like, I would probably use that feature, but. I just send them a text message. Like you don't need to. Well, what WhatsApp, sucks. Telegram, it's all there for that. Like, yeah, you don't I was gonna to say be... we we use Marco Polo, which is nice. It's like a video walkie-talkie situation. Yeah, um, that's cool uh, for two-way communication. But for me, like I like to have a little production going into my videos and make sure that uh, the kiddo is the center spotlight and it's clean, crisp, and it's nice. Um, but posting over on Flickr, you have control over who sees that. You can turn that link, that viewable link off at any point. Yes, in it's time. like a cloud box. It is. Yeah. And it's, but it's high quality because it's uh, based in like sharing professional photography. That's, professional yeah, that's video. the original use case for it until Yahoo bought so much shit that they just killed. It was terrible. What a, what a fucking awful company. Like people hate Facebook. I mean, I hate Facebook for very many reasons. Yeah. Yahoo was a dumpster it's, of a fucking company. It they, still they is, got dude. So much cash and just wait. The best thing to ever come out of Yahoo is their fantasy sports. <laughs> like, outside Which, of that, 
Which, there's not a reason for anybody to use any of their services except for Flickr, which was a good service before they bought it. Yeah. Now apparently is back to being a decent service. It's decent in that you have, it actually gives you control over yeah. those things, which is nice. Uh, but everybody who I've told about Flickr being, you know, a, a source for me, they've said the exact same thing. Like what the fuck, what year is this? 20, 2008. But it's, it's nice for what I use it for. I used to use Google photos for the longest time because I am an Android user. Everything kind of synced seamlessly and it was nice. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, uh, Google did away with their unlimited, uh, photo storage space, uh, which I already paid for a hundred gigs on Google. Uh, it's like Google three bucks a month or something. Yeah. It's what it amounts to. But at the same time, uh, it limited the quality of photos that you stored. Oh, so you, yeah, and you I was can like, I can't save your true. Yeah, I have I have an actual you know photo, uh, actual camera now, not just my phone. And I mean, hell, even my phone camera now has a thirty four meg, uh, thirty four megabyte or megapixel camera on it. It takes large ass photos. I mean, it's not fifty pictures. Yeah. It's not fifty megs like my actual camera camera, but at the same time, like it fills up goddamn quick. Um, so yeah. then you reduce quality and i fuck i'm like why did i buy these nice cameras if i'm not it's a whole goddamn thing anyway my mom shared a goddamn flicker link this morning so like mm -hmm. when you she's 70 she knows it 72 yeah and she figured out how to share shit without a problem the nary That's issue cool. and i was like well i mean at least it's in good quality and i know she didn't like goddamn do like a she holy shit bro i showed up to my parents house this is like two years ago i guess two three years ago I showed up at my parents' house, and I see she has printed new photos in all of the picture frames in the house. I'm like, okay, there's a lot of pictures that you just printed off. It's just not out so of the ordinary. It's a lot of work. Yeah, not out of the ordinary, though, because my, my, both my mom and my sister are scrapbookers, and they do, they do a lot of prints. So I'm like, okay, whatever. But I started looking at some of the photos. I'm like, oh, that's weird. I don't remember taking that that way. What's this weird-ass box around this photo? She got them off Facebook. Better. Frank, better. She went to the Google photo album that I created with all these pictures of my kid and took goddamn screenshot screenshots. Them. Yeah. <laughs> I go, you know how to download these, right? She's like, I couldn't figure it out. So I just took screenshots. It's like, <laughs> and I was okay stop. Stop I was doing okay that. I was like, this is halfway. I'm good. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Close. That's really funny. There's one that is like a fucking URL at the top of this picture <laughs> and it printed. I was like, what the shit is this? She's she like, just wants to see him. That's yeah. all. She's like, I just want to, I don't want to have to keep opening my phone. My battery was dying. I was like, what? What the fantastic. fuck is happening? That is fantastic. Yeah. So, oh had, man, that's really good. We uh, Flickr also makes it easier to download albums at a time and then uh, upload them to get printed. So I'm saying that for you in case you ever need that at any point in time. No, fair. Yeah. No, Flickr's a good spot. Um, so before we wrap, uh, just a quick question. Yeah. Cause I think I know the answer has, uh, the wife been following this, uh, Gabby Petito thing. Okay. So I was following it before she was, but I was following it for a very specific reason. Okay. She, uh, knows about it. She started following it like she got she got a little I too into it. She got a little too into it on Saturday, I think. We were okay. like we were sitting around uh watching TV and she kept hitting me with updates. 
And at one point I go, I go, this is never going to, I go, what the fuck are you talking about? I know. Like I followed the story, but some, something she said, just it, it flipped the switch on me. I was like, what that, that is fucking insane. What are you talking about? And she's like, that's what they're saying online. I was like, no, they are not saying, I was like, somebody who you're reading right now is saying some bullshit. Cause she was like, they found a body in the swamp and they think it's her fiance. I was like, a couple things. Okay. No, they didn't. They they didn't. I because I'm I'm looking at the internet right now, and the internet is saying that didn't happen. Like they're not saying that it happened, so it probably didn't happen. Okay? It this thing has sucked people in, like Dude, hard to the point where people are filming shit where they like out in the national parks where they where they think she was missing. They're filming evidence for like 45 minutes before telling the goddamn police that they witnessed the shit. Yeah, no, it's wait fucked wait up. hold on wait. Oh, what? Yeah. So somebody in one of the national parks captured a video of the like the ex-fiance like driving away from the national park and then like they're videoing it and then they're like shooting video of themselves like narrating what they just saw and then they upload the video to YouTube and then they upload it to their their social media pages. 45 minutes had elapsed before they contacted the the police fucking found it on social media. <laughs> And then contacted the person who who shot. So the they video. like took a video of this person that had killed someone. Allegedly, yes. But what? Like they saw that they witnessed it. Yes. Oh well, they, no, they they didn't witness the murder. They just witnessed the person leaving, like driving away or driving around. Wow. Not, I'm not even saying away because that would imply that they were there was something that they, they weren't supposed to be around. They were just, they just fucking spotted the person. It would be like you filming me at Walmart. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I know, just saw I Brian was, at Walmart. Like, there was a uh, a video of someone driving past their tr- truck. Maybe that was what it was. And then they and, shot fucking. But then they didn't know that they had captured video of it. So they oh, like. No, it's as different. As soon as they saw the, 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 the truck on TV, they were like, oh, I think we drove past that truck and they like, they were vlogging at the time. And then they, they like looked through their footage and then they sent that to the cops. Um, you know what? If yeah, that's the, what, if that's what the story that I'm referencing, if that's what happened, like fuck around, like who you can't be, I'm, I'm putting the blame on the wrong person at this point. If that's no, what but I, I don't know if there's another video, then cool. But the, the thing is, is like, um, it sounds like they might've only found this, spot because of this vlogger who was like randomly remembering that they drove past that truck like it was all happenstance because i mean if you need to find someone in grand teton national park good fucking good fucking luck luck. (laughs) that's not happening tomorrow no um so so, yeah i don't even think we talked her name's gabby petito or petito whatever the fuck and uh brian laundry like yeah okay so can we get Spells his name wrong. Fucking fucking last name. Like, oh god, I hope they take out the laundry tonight. Like <laughs> what a dick. Mrs. Brian the, the story that Mrs. Brian like broke me on was like she just turns to me. They found a male's body in the swamp in Florida, and it's it's her ex fiance. I go, What? Yeah. Like, that sounds pretty fucking salacious. Like, I feel like that would be on some news sites. <laughs> I feel like we could turn to MSNBC right now. and That would be on. That would be on. And and uh, there wasn't. And I go, where'd you read that? And she was like, uh, somebody on uh, Instagram. I was like, yeah, 
stop following them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm tell you. that's the problem. So, okay, what I wanted to bring up was not so much like the details because I think everybody's known. Like, or here's well, the deal: a lot of people know what's going on. And also, if you didn't know, your life is just fine. It's honestly your life is just fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, honestly, people go missing all the time. Well, that's the point um, that I the reason I get angry, but we'll cover that later. Yeah. Uh, people go missing. This happened to just be news. Um, it to be and I'm not saying you shouldn't need to follow people who are missing. We should all care about all that. Um, some of them just seem to always blow out of proportion. It's when Mainly white women white go girls. missing. Um, I get yeah, out. that's what I was going to say. Like mainly white girls. Yeah. Um, so uh, not to make light of the situation, it seems pretty horrific. Um, but to speak to not what happened, but people's reactions to it. Hmm. There's a subreddit that gets like hundreds of comments a minute. Um, and it's nothing. There's no news. There's yeah. no news. Um, the, the FBI, the, the local police departments, no one's released any information outside of the fact that they found the body and they think it was homicide. That's it. And these people will just keep going. Like, there's some fucking sleuth detectives going through social, but like, they're like, Oh yeah, he's up uploading songs to his Spotify. And that means something. And you're like, dude, what? chill the fuck out. My yeah. Spotify is logged into by five different human beings. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you forget how life works here? Yeah. Like I, I could be watching shit on my Netflix account and three other people could be doing the same thing at the same time. And you could think it was me because it says Arnoldus is watching Netflix. Like, get the hell out of here like this isn't how this works yeah you're not a detective chill out wait for the news to come out that that that's the part i was bringing up is like this whole thing that wrapped up so many people for no fucking reason like no reason we should all care that she's missing we should all be you know supportive of the fact that her family can't find her and all that shit that is all fair game emotionally but you don't need to be out there like you see this reddit thread and it's like Where's a live stream? Live stream of what? Yeah. Like so, uh, the house? The, like the Grand Tetons? All yeah, of it? People, go, people <laughs> going through some stupid swamp in Florida. Who fuck? Who cares? I, dude, who cares? Dude, the thing that pisses me <laughs> off is the uh, selective amnesia. The, just the fucking Grand Tetons live stream. <laughs> So goddamn st- uh, a camera strapped to an I eagle's think that head. Rock like, Eagle just you take a freeze over. frame and then you pass that down generations, and then maybe a thousand, two thousand years from now, that rock moved an inch. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> glad we captured that. Um, no, what pisses me off is the collective amnesia that like uh, American pop culture followers tend to have. Like we act like this is the first time a white woman's gone missing. And then, or just like a person, a person well, in general. Well, I say like, a white woman because it's like ninety five percent always yeah. a fucking white woman in a varying age. Could be a teenager, yeah. could be a grown adult, um, could be a baby, but they're typically white women, white females. Uh, but like we act like Casey Anthony, uh, like uh, she was a great person. But uh, yeah, why does Florida get so much attention? I mean, because it's Florida meth, meth and alligators. <laughs> meth and alligators make you do stupid y- shit. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> well, we probably ought to give them some extra attention so they don't fucking shoot up their schools some more. And they're Fair. like, oh fuck, here we go again. We got to let up. Uh, hold on, what time is it? You flip the calendar. And they're like, ah, 
damn it. Missing white girl from Florida. We got to put her up. Let's go ahead and get her out here. Uh, but it, it pisses me off uh, that there are so many other missing people in this country. And uh, to your point, yeah, we should care about them. And uh, the 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 focus that we put on uh, someone who has been like, there's this weird fucking. It's not a fetish. It's just something that is very, very uh, pronounced, which is the worry and the protection of fucking white females in America that pisses me off because it is like we have to protect our daughters and it's you never go to a fucking like uh, a promise ring convention and see like like 95 percent of the people attending are fucking white women or white females and it's like or the 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 daddy daughter promise weird fucking weird shit that happens in christianity where the daddies daddies and daughters in get engaged in weird ass ceremonies that they'll be pure until they're married it's yeah that's all a bunch of bullshit fucking weird as shit but Um, that's echoed through with situations like this where Someone who we've sworn to protect and serve goes missing. So we throw in every fucking ounce of energy into finding them. And like, cool, awesome. You should do that if you're their fucking family or if you're goddamn law enforcement. But for like, I don't know, a 34-year-old fucking mother of three in Nebraska, shut the fuck up. You really aren't going to help the situation unless you saw them like fucking murdering each other. In which case... Yeah, speak up. Otherwise, shut the fuck up and stop projecting yeah. shit online. I mean, I think I think uh, to that point, right? Like, it's. I wonder how much of it is resource based. How much of it is community? Uh, how would I put it? Like the ability to elevate a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's not it's not fair. It's the society we currently constructed. Um, we should call it out for yeah. what it is. Um, but I don't think it lessens the fact that people have like an outpouring of support and right. want to find a person, right? So, um, but I do think it does speak to the various levels of kind of hurdles that people have to pass to get stuff to the forefront, right? Like, it, it, unless it's. You know, like, okay, so when the people come up with All Lives Matter and they're like, oh, yeah, well, white kids get shot, et cetera, by the police, et cetera, et cetera, you know, you're like, yeah, but, you know, for the same reason that you're putting forth, you know, it only matters when a black person gets shot by the police. Um, and th- there's very obvious reasons for that because it is way higher in occurrence and whatnot. Um it does also seem like from a, a, a unfairness standpoint, it only matters if it's some like blonde haired, blue eyed girl going missing in middle America. That's the only time it makes the news. Um, and it's true. Like, I mean, there's no, there's no, like, there's no parting with that, but we need to also realize the facts for the facts, right? It's like, yeah, the reason that the black guy getting shot by the cops makes the news is 90% of the time it's, they're not aggressing. It's not, you know, like there's a whole lot of sort of history there where um, you can look at the border and the Haitian crisis that we're dealing with at the moment. Um, White 
men are treating black people like they're commodities yep um when they have power um not all white men obviously but i'm saying like in general that's the image being put out there so it's time to change that um and then the image being put out there about missing people is unless you're this middle america miss america uh you're not gonna really get much airtime because it's just another missing Amber Alert, you know? Yeah, like, you're, you're not getting the housewives from Nebraska looking for you. Yeah. And I don't, I don't have specifically this case. Like, I don't know how much this case has to do with the fact that she's a girl or with the fact that the whole thing is just really fucking weird. Um, Bro, like, I think there's a certain amount of it that is like, okay, you guys went on this road trip and you somehow didn't die in the first month. <laughs> like, right, yeah, you know, like I mean, there's, there's some other weird shit. Here's the yeah, other thing. It's like, if he was this angry three months, he, he must've gotten angrier or at least as angry. You guys have been alone in a van for three months. Like this is just weird. Chris Farley lived in a van down by the river and he seemed on edge so, all the time. <laughs> uh, here's what gets me. Like you talk about weird shit. Like this scenario happening. The weirdest goddamn scenario to me are all the deaths that have occurred in national parks in the last year and a half. And when I say deaths that have occurred, like they, there was a, a fraction of time in this whole uh, Gabby Petito or Petito uh, fucking story where they thought that she might have been a victim of a, a, serial, a killer. serial killer because it matched up with so similar to other national park like deaths 60 miles away that have happened over the last year. And yeah. like, to me, that should probably be the bigger fucking story. Like yeah. th- there's a person out there who is listed as a serial killer. You know how many active serial killers we've had in the last like 25 years? Not fucking very many because the goddamn internet uh, and cell phones and the fact yeah, that and, and, and narcissists like to be narcissistic. And what used to be a letter now is a Facebook live. It's a Facebook live. Post. And you, that's what turns people into spree killers, which is fucking great that we had to goddamn classify the differences. But mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, uh, a serial killer is fucking that's way more terrifying to me than as a person who probably doesn't fit the demographic of the serial killer. <laughs> Honestly, uh, that's their, uh, to be honest, you and I are only on the menu if they're cannibals. If they're cannibals, if they're cannibals, they're they're giving us a second look. I'm not saying they're going to take us down because I'm going to complain a lot on the way down. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna oh, be, a, I'm gonna be a tussle a nice roast for tonight and tomorrow. But here's the deal: either one of us, we're gonna be a tussle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's gonna oh, be, true. there's gonna be yeah, a problem be somewhere. It's it, if it's not from me fighting back, it's gonna be like my leg doesn't bend that way. Stop it! Stop yeah, it! Okay, fair enough. You want the leg? I get you want the leg. <laughs> just be patient, man. Let it yeah. tenderize for a second. You're putting a lot of stress. Just, yeah, just I, put it right over the fire. It's fine. Yeah, no, trust me. I work out. You don't. Why are yeah. you not believing me? I work out, bro. Give like, me what some the? morphine. <laughs> Does um, that, oh, you got. You yeah, don't have, you don't have ESPN not Plus. Only, not only that, like there's a there's a large blue of missing native american tribes uh people in that area like multiple different tribes that have lost uh i think it's 24 of their members have gone missing and because they're tribal police uh they don't necessarily always get cooperation from the um park rangers and whatnot yeah so they're under resourced to find their own people. Yet yeah. Stay where you're stay where you're supposed to be. Don't come stepping out. And so asking that's questions. the problem. Like I, I under, I understand the, the, the 
the frustration because it is it's all frustration like no yeah. one's no one's saying this stuff and saying you should ignore the fact that this girl went missing no it's frustration that says why don't everybody else get some airtime yeah. when it happens to them why is it only specifically when this demographic goes missing so i really want people to understand that because it's not this isn't um this isn't it's not diminishing what is going on with this girl and right. her fiance and but it's more making a generalized statement to say you know it'd be nice if you guys put this much effort into every missing person yeah um yeah now granted that's also not possible so it will it will you'll always find that people are drawn to unique cases and unique situations there's a reason why people know about the zodiac killer but they don't know about the green you know, river killer yeah, or the dude that beheaded his mom and dad and a couple people in Broken Arrow. Um, like, that's local Oklahoma lore, but yeah. you would be hard-pressed to go, do you remember that dude in Oklahoma that beheaded and put their dad's head on the toilet seat and shit? Like, no. no. Why would you know about that in New York? But that was a big thing in Oklahoma it's when big, that happened. It's a big thing in my hometown when a yeah. guy kidnapped the girl who lived downstairs from him, cut her head off, and tried to eat her by tent- using meat tenderizer on her in a fucking Rubbermaid container. And when the Amber Alert went out, uh, he tried to help find her. Uh, and then the police were like, <laughs> let's take a look in your apartment. You're being and a little bit too boom. helpful. And boom. I don't know that he actually tried to help that much, but it was definitely... Like no. it was, it was weird. And he worked at Carl's Jr. It was a whole fucking thing. Now, oh, now Mrs. Brian, no. now Mrs. Thank Brian won't even go to Carl's Jr. And I really miss a Western bacon cheeseburger. And honestly, oh, that's a good one. It's fucking delicious. Honestly, I think he is the reason that Carl's Jr. is no longer in North Texas. So I blame you, mm-hmm. asshole, who's sitting on fucking death row. Eat, eat a dick, fucking yep. piece of shit. Well, anyway, on that high note, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it wasn't a bad note. It was just like you know, I know there's annoyance out there with this thing, mainly because some for some reason people are getting so caught up with it. Yeah, because this is like almost to the level of modern day OJ. Well, on it's, tech, like if you go on social media, it's almost to that level. Like, well, it, yeah, I was gonna say if social media had existed when OJ when OJ was running in the white Bronco, or when fucking Lacey Peterson went missing at Christmas time, or like you you name it, like if, this is that level. This is that John Benet Ramsey. Like if, real quick, just I can't let it go. But we just named all white women who were yeah. missing or in danger. Just want to point that out. Well, I mean, OJ just murdered her, and everybody was found, and he just somehow the glove didn't fit. <laughs> yeah, I gained forty pounds in the last three yeah. weeks. I don't know yeah. why this glove would fit. Like, I, no, no, I, I drank nothing but salt water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm I've so been big. vomiting <laughs> fucking salt water for the last twenty minutes. Yeah, I, it, Lord only knows. Who can yeah. tell? Who anyway. can tell? All right. They probably had a kidney donor lined up too. He's <laughs> like, "Listen, this is the strategy. I'm going to ruin my kidneys as fast as possible. I will start yes. logging water in my joints." He looks around. I will give a fucking Heisman Trophy to get out of this murder rap. <laughs> and they're like, "I think we got a deal. I think we can make a deal for you, sir." I almost had two of them bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Do you realize I would have been so rich with Heisman trophies that I could have yeah. given a one away to skip a murder charge, and I would have still had one. And I would have still had a Heisman trophy. <laughs> The fucking, oh, it's fucking nuts. Okay, He's I'm gonna total piece of trash that dude. <laughs> Fuck that dude. Like God. Yeah, we're gonna the go out. 
here at No Beer Left Behind, we're going on that thick limb of saying, fuck O.J. Simpson. <laughs> no, I mean, just so much privilege. None of it appreciated. Like, uh, dude was just a dick. He's just an ass. Yeah. <sighs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week and every week on No Beer Left Behind. Uh, thank you so much. Um, if you feel so inclined and we ask that you do go over to iTunes or your favorite podcast app that allows you to rate and review podcasts, five stars only for us, please, or whatever the highest amount of stars to give for us and leave us a nice review. Um, send us a screenshot of that review and we might read it, uh, on air. It'd be fun. Uh, you can send those screenshots or any other messages you would like to send us, uh, to our email address at no beer left behind cast at gmail.com or on our social media pages at no beer left cast on Twitter and Instagram. All right. For Brian, until next time, I am out. For Frank in uh, far north San Antonio. Um, yeah, no dad joke tonight. Just wanted to say we're back. Um, I'm not sure how long I'm going to be on, but. Um, Pretty soon here, we're going to have a child, so we will be planning around that. But you will be getting episodes either way. Um, I'm out. Bye.